In today's video, I will be taking you to 10th century Norway, where Harkon the Powerful was ruling Norway as a vassal of Harald Bluetooth. But to the pagan population, Harkon was by all accounts their true ruler, embodying what a Norse man should be, proud, strong, and through and through a devout pagan who would rather die than convert to Christianity. This was a time of everlasting war, betrayal, and bloodshed. Harkon the Powerful had a very turbulent life, full of ups and downs. To many who still believe in the old gods now and a thousand years ago, he is regarded as their hero, being the last true heathen leader in Norway. This is his story. First, let's look at his early life. Harkon was born in the year 937 and was the son of Sigurd Harkonsson, the Jarl of Laid. Now his father Sigurd, as well as being a Jarl, had an influential position in the court, being friends with the king and his advisor. During this time in Scandinavia, the old gods were slowly being forgotten, and a new god would be introduced to them, which would make them cast out their old practices and the religions of their forefathers. Harkon's father Sigurd would try to mediate between the king and the people as the king attempted to convert his people to Christianity. So based on Harkon's father's position, we can assume that he had one of the best possible upbringings of a child in Norway at the time. But Sigurd's close friend, the king, would get killed in the Battle of Fidjar, which led to Harald Greycloak and his brothers becoming the kings of Norway, and left Sigurd's position vulnerable. However, in the year 962, tragedy would soon strike Harkon, as his father was murdered along with many of his loyal warriors by being burned to death by Harald Greycloak, as he tried to consolidate power in Norway. By this time, Harkon would now be 25 years old, and he had heard rumours of what happened to his father, and he was full of rage and envy. It was rumoured that Harkon was descended from a race of giants, as he stood ahead above all other men. He was a proud man, and also claimed descent from a divine lineage, being the ancestor of Samin, an ancient king who was alleged to be the son of Odin. Harkon would become the Jarl of Laid after the death of his father, but he never forgot and would never forgive. He would brood over the death of his father and his men, for they met their death not in the battlefield, but being devoured by flames. These thoughts would lead him to conspire against King Harald Greycloak, but he knew if he failed, it would mean certain death. Harald Greycloak and Harkon would eventually go to war, the two men were considerable warriors, and they wouldn't fall on the field of battle, for Harkon fought to avenge his father, and Harald to retain his kinship and position. Nevertheless, eventually the royal forces of Harald would best Harkon, and his warriors and he were forced to retreat and then flee the country in order to retain their lives. Harkon was now the Jarl of nothing. He was destitute of all resources, and had no choice but to flee to Denmark and make an alliance with Harald Bluetooth, who also wanted Harald Greycloak and his brothers dead. King Harald Bluetooth and Harkon would conspire together to bring about the death of Harald Greycloak and his brothers, for Harkon needed revenge, 
more than he needed water. So in the year 970, Harold Greycloak was tricked into coming to Denmark for a meeting in the harbour town of Hals. However, in reality, there was no meeting between the two kings. On arrival, Harkon and Harold Bluetooth's assassins were waiting for Harold Greycloak, and as soon as they saw him, they killed him. This act of political treachery now left Norway's throne weak, as Greycloak's brothers would have a difficult time asserting their authority, as they were not the dominant rulers. In the months that followed, Harkon returned to his lands, and amassed an army to finish what he started, and wipe out the kin of Harold Greycloak. This would lead to a civil war breaking out in Norway, but the story of Harkon was circulating. His blood feud, an alleged descent from Odin himself, would rally farmers and nobles to his side. Eventually, Harkon and his forces would overcome the forces of Harold Greycloak's brothers, and they would be forced to flee the country. Harold Bluetooth would now become the King of Denmark and Norway, but in reality, it would become Harkon who really ruled Norway. Thorleif Radfelsson of Skald would write this about Harkon. We know no greater Jarl beneath the moon's pathway, Harkon, than you. You prospered through battle. You have ushered to Odin the offered corpses ravens feed on, nine royal men. This ruler rendered your land extensive. This conveys that Harkon was loved and admired by the people of Norway. He was a powerful man, strong and proud. His story had become legend, and his love of the old gods to his fellow heathen were admired. Harkon would restore temples dedicated to Thor and Odin, which would gladden the farmer and peasant population, especially in this new age, where they felt as if their gods were fading, due to Harold Bluetooth forcing him to convert his people to Christianity. So Harkon was a devout pagan, a champion to the people, a legend, and an embodiment of what a Norse Jarl should be. Harkon would soon become involved in another war, when his overlord Harold Bluetooth rebelled against Otto II, the Holy Roman Emperor, as he was no longer willing to accept German supremacy over his new kingdom of Norway and Denmark. Harkon would gather his forces and would join Harald. Together, they crossed the Danish border into Germany and defeated the Holy Roman Emperor's forces. After this, Harkon once again returned to Norway a hero. He had been involved in countless battles and his life was starting to become legendary to the people. He would soon come to be known as Harkon the Powerful. Before Harkon returned to Norway, however, King Harald Bluetooth would force him into being baptised. He then forced his clergymen to go to Norway and spread the word of God. For Harkon, the baptism was no more than a formality. As soon as he returned to Norway, he commanded the clergymen to leave his lands and continued to restore temples dedicated to the old gods. By doing this, he had just cut off his most powerful ally and broken his allegiance to Denmark in a stunning power play. King Harald was livid. He damned his old friend Harkon and swore revenge for the betrayal of his former vassal and friend. Harkon 
was now the king of Norway, in all but name. Years later, in the year 986, the fabled order of the Joms Vikings, a legendary group of elite mercenaries, had accepted payment from Harold Bluetooth to attack Harkon's lands and finally convert his people to Christianity. The order of mercenaries sailed to Norway and could see they were outnumbered. The Joms Vikings and their allied forces only had 60 ships, while the enemy had 180 ships. Before the battle commenced, a hailstorm would begin. The ships would then ram into each other, and the Battle of Hjungavar would begin. The battle was fierce, and both sides would take many casualties. Sigvaldi, however, the leader of the Joms Vikings, saw the devastation and the amount of his men that were being slaughtered and ordered a retreat. Harkon and his forces were victorious. Harkon would continue to rule Norway, but as the years passed, it would become increasingly apparent that he had a problem, and that was his womanising ways. Snorri Sturluson, an Icelandic 12th century poet and historian wrote, The Jarl was popular with farmers for the greater part of his life, but as time went on, it increasingly came about that he was unprincipled in his relations with women. This got so bad, the Jarl had rich men's daughters taken and brought back to him, and he lay with them. One or two weeks afterwards, he would send them home, and as a result, he became very disliked by the women's kinsfolk, and the farmers would complain bitterly. So Harkon may have been a serial womanizer that never claimed any of these women as his wife, or even a respected concubine, resulting in their families becoming infuriated with him by the sign of blatant disrespect. He was bedding so many women that he would make enemies of the powerful and weak alike. With this tension building, it was only a matter of time until a catalyst emerged, and that was Olaf Tryggvason, the great-grandson of Harald Feinherr, the man that united Norway into one kingdom. In the year 995, Olaf would arrive in Norway, and the legend and story of Harkon could not save him, as the people now resented him. The common people rallied to Olaf, and forgot all about Harkon's glory in battle, and how he had been resisting the rise of Christianity. The people of Norway, now with a leader to support, revolted, and Harkon was forced to go into hiding. Harkon and his slave and friend, Kark, would hide in a hole dug in a pigsty, but Olaf's men were closing in on him, and Kark knew this. It is said that Olaf held a meeting near the swinesty, and promised a great reward for the man who killed Harkon, and brought him his head. Harkon and Kark both heard the speech, and for the first time in Harkon's life, he didn't know what he was going to do. Out of options, he fell asleep, to see what a new day would bring. As his master fell asleep, Kark crept up on Harkon with a blade in hand, and stabbed him in the throat, and then decapitated him. A proud heathen, a descendant of giants and Odin himself, a warrior through and through, who bested the fabled Joms Vikings, the Holy Roman Emperor, 
died in a pigsty by the knife of his own slave. Kark would present the head of Harkon to Olaf and told him everything. Olaf then sentenced Kark to death by decapitation. Harkon's life was no doubt legendary. How he overcame his blood feud with Harold Greycloak and his many other tests in life make him worthy of admiration. However, even legends can fall from grace. In the new series of Vikings coming up, Harkon will be presented to us as a female ruler, so I thought I would show you who the real Harkon was, and what really happened in his life, according to some of the sources. If you enjoyed the video, make sure to like, comment and subscribe, and if you want to support the channel further, consider becoming a patron where your video recommendations will be brought to life in video form by me making you an exclusive video. Anyway, I hope to see you all again soon for another History Profile.